Welcome to Jess Williamson, the podcast where we build businesses for life. I am so bloody excited for today's episode. I got to catch up with my incredible friend, Ruby Lee, and she is the queen of activating your flow state in business. We spoke all about her recent move to Texas in the United States and how she's navigating travel, taking her son along for the ride, who is just seven years old, by the way, and getting the biggest crash course to abundance and living such an incredible life that you get to design and choose. And we spoke all about how to actually activate more flow state in your business to achieve more, to be more, to do more, but do it in the most soul-filled way. And you know, that is my jam. That is what I love to chat about. So I'm super excited to bring you this episode. If you do love this episode, please make sure you screenshot it, share it to your social media, Instagram stories are always such a vibe and tag me at jess.williamson8 and also Ruby, which is at underscore Ruby Lee underscore and cannot wait. So let's get into the episode. Hello, Ruby. I am so damn excited to chat with you because last time we spoke, you were in the Gold Coast and now you are living it up (laughs) in America. You're in Austin right now, just settling in. And it has been so much fun to just watch your whole adventure unfold. And we um, obviously worked together most of last year as well. So it's been like so cool seeing you preparing, planning, and then now living it. So awesome. Oh my gosh. I feel like I need to start this with like, hi (laughs) y'all. I'm in Texas, but it is just so amazing. Thank you so much for having me on Jess. And like, I know like we kind of still switch DMs and, you know, really stay connected, but it's just so nice to see your face again. Like I'm just, it just makes me happy. So I'm, I'm really stoked to be here. And honestly, yeah, it's, it just kind of proves that when you set your mind on something and then you have this big dream and all these desires you you do actualize them when you take these moves and you make the you know make the moves to make that happen so being here in america is like the actualization of this and it, it feels surreal but so cool yes so i want to dive into expat life traveling running a business because something that you do so well and that you obviously teach is building a business around flow and i know you're diving even deeper into this this year as well but how does that look traveling? Because obviously in the Gold Coast, you had your beach set up in the morning and then you went into work and then you had like a nice brunch out and like that's easy when you're in a routine, right? Or not necessarily easy, but it becomes part of your every day when you're doing it every day. But then you go traveling and you've been in LA, New York. What I want to know firstly is how did flow look like for you while you were actively traveling? So it's obviously, I'm sure, going to be different once you settle into yes. Texas life. But what did it look like in that whole travel section? Oh my God. Okay. So there's a couple of nuances in there. One is we began traveling around the 6th of December. And around that time, I was winding a lot of things down in my business, which meant that I wasn't hosting, you know, two mastermind calls a week and in Voxer and launching stuff. It was 
towards the tail end of a lot of the major activity that would, I guess, be normal in business. And that was well-timed because it meant that I could take a bit of a break. So the way I answer this is going to be the now-ish, like now heading into the new year and what I'm feeling around that. And also taking elements from when I did the digital nomad thing in 2019. However, I know like a lot of entrepreneurs here who are listening in and just driven, ambitious women in general can relate to this. The downtime is really hard for a lot of us, like mentally, because we feel like we should be doing more and then you get the guilts about not doing more. And I think a lot of driven people are not very good at just doing nothing and not having much to do. And so even as I was traveling, I did really struggle with enjoying the travel. Mm -hmm. I struggled with just like being present in the moment because I kept thinking, oh my God, I need to make content or I need to do something for the business and Mm -hmm. I need to clean up the strategy. And was it from a place I always, because this is obviously like what I love to talk about and teach as well in my like business for life around how to shift the mindset of that. I would love to just get raw in this moment. And was that thought process more so, oh my gosh, I would just love to create content. Or was it like, oh my gosh, my brain is like alerting me to maybe potential danger of my business going downhill if I'm not like creating or showing up in a way that I know that I would like to at my best. No, not so much the second one because nothing goes downhill. It can only go up. Like it only ever goes up. Yes. But I think it's more also from the point of view of so much of the way the brain activates throughout the year, especially when let's say we talk about flow or we talk about business in general, it comes from a place of desiring to have that element of creativity. And it really comes hand in hand with mastering the work we do with flow, you know, having practiced it inside and out for the last like 18 months, not having that flow, that consistency, that drive and like showing up every day is how I would tell my system and my body is like, we're open for business today. We're, we're doing this thing. And to not have that was like, this is weird. Like, what do we do? And so, you know, I found my groove, but it was more just constantly telling myself groups, it's okay to relax. Like it's okay to not have anything on the calendar today. Mm -hmm. It's okay to just not have anything, anything, anything to do with the business whatsoever. Yeah. So that was a really interesting December period. And all this time, you're right. Like we were traveling through LA, we did New York and it was amazing. Like so many cool experiences right through the Christmas year end period. So really busy over here. So wild. It's like all back to what it was like pre pandemic. It's absolutely nuts. Like even busier than what I remember it to be. Actually, it feels like everyone's traveling again. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, it was so cool, but we're back on. I really feel that now for sure. Back. Amazing. So what is your plan? Because obviously I think travel is just such a fun topic. I love a good travel (laughs) as well. And I'm going to be traveling heaps this year as well. But what is your plan in terms of now being situated? Now you've got a little bit of a home and I know you're going to be doing a bunch of jet setting still, but what is your plan in terms of, are you just going with the flow? Are you like cool in order to get into the flow? I need to have a bit of a routine set out. How do you really start to situate in a new habit or a new environment? Oh my gosh, that's such a good question. And truthfully, I think it's still going to be a process of working that out. Like I'd love to say 
say, I've got it all done. And we have a schedule, like for those that know me, I am not a schedule girl. I do not like routines, Yeah, <laughs> but I honestly think it's needed to a certain point because we already have schedules around our travel. Mm -hmm. So get to the airport, get to the lounge, get to the train. So there's that element to it, but something else, which is really interesting and a very much a part of the mix is we're traveling with our son. So we have a seven year old who is currently just living his best life and school hasn't started yet, right? Like in his world. But if he's not actively like sitting down and doing something it's really hard for both me and my husband who also works in the business to get into flow. Mm. So the routine is needed in a sense, or at least like this kind of sense of like the first half of the day where I'm really most switched on, my brain is on the most is going to be content and coaching. And then the second half of the day where my brain is a little bit more like, you know, introvert and wants to do like more planning stuff. That's when I'll probably have like more time with my son around and he doesn't like bother me too much in terms of like when I'm on the laptop. So that's still really being worked out. And along the way, we'll probably hire nannies and help and he'll go to, you know, programs and like soccer camps, which we've already booked in for him. Oh, how fun to go to like an American summer camp. (laughs) Right. He doesn't even know. He doesn't know. He's like, they play soccer here. And I'm like, oh, dude, just you wait. Like, it's amazing. It's going to be like so differently set up to that back home in Queensland, I'm sure. Yeah. And that is so cool. I love just watching Teddy on your on your stories and just he obviously absorbs so much from being around you guys. So I just cannot wait to read his like biography one day. <laughs> it's going to be insane. I know. But like I'm constantly joking with my friends that he'll probably end up just working in a corporate job. And just <laughs> <laughs> totally rebel (laughs) right it's like you do the thing that you rebel to the corporate world (laughs) it's It's just you do the the opposite of what your parents would love you to do yeah and obviously as entrepreneurs we're like oh my gosh set up a business (laughs) he's like no (laughs) oh my gosh so amazing but it's just like such a cool experience I remember when I was I think I was actually seven years old and my parents took me and my brother on a around the world trip and at that time our family couldn't afford any trips but my dad won a bonus from work and so they took two kids six and seven years old around the world in six weeks like two days everywhere America Europe everything but it was like the most eye-opening experience of my life at that age so I think it's just so so cool that you get to like give these opportunities to Teddy not just cram it into six weeks but just this is life like the global world is just at your fingertip it's amazing and I'm noticing now just even like the conversations he's having is with us is insane like he's just like oh okay so when you're going on Instagram do people pay you money and I'm like well like kind of this is how it works and I'll explain like the client process to him or if there's someone who's signed up he'll say oh is that someone who's deciding to start working with you and how long are they working with you for and just really tuned into the world of sales of onboarding and all of this I'm sure will have a big impact on his world and his life like literally watching us like build a business and being right there alongside with us it's just amazing So cool. Okay. So I want to chat about, we've obviously mentioned flow a few times and flow can be like one of these words that it's like very intangible. And also people have very different understandings or interpretations of the words. So 
what does flow exactly mean to you? Because obviously you teach this in your programs and you are just the queen at living and breathing what you teach as well. So what does flow mean to you and how can people maybe get more flow? When I first came across this word flow, I honestly scoffed at it a little bit because I wasn't that gal. I was the hard worker, put in the hours. I named my first business Own Your Hustle. Yes. So it was a very different, <laughs> a very different me. And the more I started to, you know, move into entrepreneurship, the more I was realizing how it was almost becoming either another job or becoming harder than the job I was in, which is when I began to really explore this idea of working less, earning more, being in more flow, loving what we do and all that. So much so when I entered into this relationship with flow, it was like my word for the year in 2020 that I actually got it like tattooed on my wrist. Wow. And very specifically, I had it tattooed on my right hand, which if you're in like the spiritual and energetics world, the right side of your body represents the masculine part of what you do. Left side is more femme. Mm. So on the left side, I have another word, which is Jupiter, like the expansion of things, magnetism, effortlessness, basically. So these two words combined has really helped shape who I am today, but also what I teach on, what the business is about. So I wanted to give that context that it's like, I didn't just like decide that I was flowy. I really worked around this idea of like, how does that incorporate in my life as someone who's very much in yang energy, who loves to sit down at the laptop, who loves to do work, who enjoys building a business, but doing it in a way that also incorporates this energy called flow. So what flow means to me and how I teach it is really kind of in three main areas. One is flow helps you really access this level of deep focus. Like it is like the highway to getting everything done in a really short period of time, but not just getting it done. Like you feel like time expands for you and you get these creative downloads. You get these insane um, clarification points throughout your day. You just have this real knowing of who you are. You trust your decisions a lot more. Some people refer to flow as like really being in that, that flow zone, right? Like it's like, I'm in the flow zone or I'm really locked into this one thing and I know I can get it done. And what this means is like, you're just able to focus so much more intensely on your work and you can complete any tasks that you have on your day so much easier. Like you might come out of your work day wondering how you got so much done and not feeling tired and not feeling exhausted and feeling like you've just approached your day with so much more balance. And that's the ultimate outcome of flow. Like it's productivity, it's performance, it's happiness, it's joy, it's playfulness, higher quality of work. And overall, like your energy just feels so good. It feels so uplifted that this is why, like when people are in flow and they love doing what they do, they want to keep coming back for more. They don't want to like look for reasons to end their day or, you know, just get through the task and push their way through it. It really has this very different juicy feel to it that there's always room to do other stuff. That's really how I would describe flow-based work. 
Yeah. And then that is awesome. And this is what I love to speak about as well around how do you actually achieve insane goals? Like you are bringing millions and millions of dollars over your business lifetime and just insane levels of success. And really, you've got to define your own version of success as well, but also just have tons of flow. And I think a lot of times people see people running freedom businesses or in flow and it's like, um, Jess, you can't just go to the beach and make money. Like it's not going to be magic, but I love how you broke it down because there is so much more below each process, like productivity around being intentional. So, so much that goes into flow, but oftentimes people hear flow and probably scoff like you did the first time. It's like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. It's really misunderstood because it's actually less of even like a spiritual word or less of a fluffy word Mm. and definitely more backed around the science, which is, we can go into like a whole other conversation there. Oh, I love science. I thought I was going to be a physicist. I can imagine that. (laughs) I could so see you doing that. And oh, by the way, when you said, how can you go to the beach and make money? The amount of times you guys that when Jess and I were working together, she would message me and she'd say, I'm at the beach today. And I signed like this high ticket client. I'm at the beach today. And I just did this reel and it's gone viral. It was getting ridiculous, wasn't it? Because, but what I put that down to earlier in the week, I did the masculine. Yes. I did the selling. I told people about it because if I'm just at the beach and no one knows what the hell I'm selling, then they cannot buy, like literally cannot. Yes. But I did that. And then I let go. And this is like the key to manifestation, isn't it? But I let go. I went to the beach and I didn't even, sometimes didn't even post that I was at the beach. I was like, how do these people know I'm at the beach? And just thousands and thousands of dollars just landing in my bank account. Like it was wild, but I also am like super trusting in knowing that it wasn't by accident. They say that when you are near a body of water, your energy expands. Like they've done so many studies on this when a human being actually lays eyes on a body of water, whether it's a lake or a beach or something like that, if you've got something like that close by, it actually activates a part of your brain that just drops a lot of the prefrontal cortex type of work your prefrontal cortex is really where a lot of decisions are made and also where a lot of how-tos are living. So how do I do that? I want a million dollars, but how? I want to sign this client, but how? I want to convert this YouTube video to something, but how? So when you see a body of water, it shuts down the prefrontal cortex and it allows you to mainly just like step into a world of possibilities. And that's what I think activates. Like when you're near the beach and you're just like relaxed and you're sitting there, you aren't thinking about the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven steps to get to where you want to get to. And you're just allowing for people to actually feel your message a lot more. And when you're, you know, recording, let's say stories at the beach, it just hits different because you're relaxed. When you're relaxed, the energy is relaxed. More comes your way. More of what you want finds you much easier. So there's this really beautiful correlation between water energy, flow, flow and water, and also just running it through the business, running it through your own energetics. It's like a whole level of connection to the business based on what you love to see and what you love to do. Yeah, it's insane. So I'll be going the beach right after this. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody just go right now. Bye. Get in the car and drive to a body of water. And then, yeah, I think that is so cool. And what I love is that you bring all of these 
things together. So much knowledge around actual science and the, the spirituality and just doing whatever the hell you want to do in business. And I think it's just so cool that you have created your own path to pretty much everything that you've done. Oh, thank you so much, Jess. Like I really appreciate the reflection back. And if there's one thing I'm going to leave everybody with, it's this and do this often, do it constantly. I say this to my clients so much that it can kind of sound like a broken record. It's this idea of following the flow of what feels good. That is going to be the key for having a life filled with this level of energetics and productivity and focus and just everything that Jess talks about on this podcast. If something in your world, something in your business doesn't feel like a good fit and it doesn't feel great, don't be afraid to just pause that, walk away from it. It can be the smallest thing, like seeing someone on stories and you're like, you know what, I'm just going to mute that person. And that starts to feel really good for, you know, the next 30 days. Do that. Just be unapologetic about it. If it's like someone in your business that is just not pulling up their socks and you know that you need to let them go, do that. It's going to make you feel so much better when you give yourself permission to follow the, the, the feeling of what is great, what makes you feel good. You will access flow. You can't not access flow by not doing that. So I hope that helps. Oh, so good. I think it's some of those things is like things people tend to put off, but as soon as you do it, yeah, it's just so relieving and the energy gets to flow and things always fill those spots even better. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, thank you so much for sharing all of your amazingness and just tips and all of it. I love hearing all of your adventures and seeing what you're up to. So thanks for hanging out. Thank you so much, Jess. Thanks for having me here. And I hope you guys have the best day ahead. Thanks so much.